Hi, welcome to the Story of Self podcast. This is the podcast for women who want to come home to themselves and do what they came to this planet to do. I am Mariah Wickham, a certified life coach and guide and cheerleader on your journey. Hello, welcome to episode 13. I'm so glad you're here. Today's episode is called Gratitude IRL. Okay, for those that aren't in the know, that stands for in real life. (laughs) So Thanksgiving is right around the corner. And if gratitude hasn't been on your mind yet, I'm sure it will be soon. And I wanted to take the time to teach you a few things that have changed my life. And I know I can be dramatic and exaggerate, but truly gratitude out of all of the different principles or different exercises or different habits I've incorporated in my life, gratitude is the one that has changed my life the most. So these are ways to embody gratitude. In other words, gratitude in real life. (laughs) It's not just, it's not just an idea or principle that sounds good, but it's a practice, a belief, a habit that you incorporate into your everyday life. And when you do that, I promise it's life changing. So I'm going to go through a, a few ways to incorporate gratitude in to your everyday life. First one is three gratitudes a day. Now, this is pretty common. I know Oprah has talked about this. I know lots of different mentors and coaches talk about it. Uh, So it's very common. But my question for you is, have you actually done it? Have you stayed consistent with it for years? Because that's really where the power comes. I have done this and I've done it a couple different ways. Way back in college, I remember sitting in one of my classes and I was kind of bored and I was kind of daydreaming, tuning out what was going on. And I decided I was going to start listing things that made me happy. In other words, things that I was grateful for. So I started listing them on my the front of my notebook. And then I decided I wanted to display those. So I got this butcher paper and I put it on the front of my closet and I got some Etch-a-sketch, not etch-a-sketch, sorry, what they're like those Mr., what are they called? The smelly markers. You know what I mean? The grape ones and the lime ones and the orange ones. Uh, Anyway, I got those so that it was all colorful. And I trans, um, I, I, I took, I took the ones from my notebook list and I put them on to the butcher paper on the front of my closet. And I did that for weeks and weeks. And it was very exciting to think of new things to add. And I just had a lot of fun with it. It gained a lot of popularity. People came over just to see the happy list. And that was really fun. And it's, I I actually still to this day still have that piece of butcher paper. So that's one way to do it. Another way is to just use the notes app in your phone, pull it up, create a folder, gratitudes, and then uh, each entry is a separate, uh, a separate note. And I just put the date at the top and then I quickly jot down three things I'm grateful for. And I've been doing this for years uh, and it is so amazing to go back and scroll through those lists and be reminded of the things that were happening in your life that you were grateful for. And it's so fun to see 
to see, you know, what, what you thought was, um, like what, what you thought was mentioning as something to be grateful for. And I cannot recommend this enough. And it's not just like the day of that you put those gratitudes down that, that empowers you. Like I said, it's the consistency and doing it week after week after week and compiling this personal record of what you're grateful for. That's so amazing. Um, it really only takes literally seconds at the end of your day and it helps you wrap up your day in a positive and good state. Going to sleep in that state is really good for your brain because it will continue to look for the good. It will continue to look for things that are grateful for if you're in that state when you go to sleep. And uh, it's better than going to sleep in a state of frustration or overwhelm. And like I said, it's also a great way to provide a record of the good that you've seen in your life. Um, it just is amazing. I can't recommend it enough. So if either of those methods speak to you, start doing one of them. Start doing this three gratitudes a day. There's a reason why so many celebrities and prominent figures recommend it. It's because it makes a difference in their lives and it, it makes, it brings more power to their lives. Okay, another way to incorporate gratitude is actually when you're going through a hard time. And I've done this, and I've also not done this when I've been in hard times. So what I want to say here is that sometimes you're ready for this, and sometimes you aren't. So you can just quickly ask your heart, am I ready for gratitude right now? And if yes, proceed. And if not, Love yourself anyway and ask again another day. And that's totally fine. But this is what you can do if you feel ready for it. Okay. Um, like I said, this is specifically for when you're going through a really hard time or something really frustrating or something really confusing. And you can ask yourself a few questions. One, what is this teaching me? Another question to ask, what is being revealed about me right now that I can love myself more for? Another question, how will I be grateful for this in five years? Giving your brain the space to think more long-term and create more space around this really hard thing is a really great thing to do to bring some more perspective into it and to think about your future self and what she's going to be grateful for. And this is another really fun question. Who is showing up for me right now that I can be grateful for? That's an awesome question to ask when you're in the middle of like a really excruciating trial or something just really super hard. Start, start pointing out and, and directing your brain to the people that are there to help. Okay. All right, this next one is actually really good to think about um, in light of being in the middle of something hard, but it's also totally doable when life isn't as hard as well. So if you ask yourself the question, am I ready for gratitude right now? And you're not quite ready for those harder questions and you're not quite ready to find the gratitude in something super challenging, this is a really great one to do, okay? Um, so I want you to think of something in that moment, something that you love or that you're really good at. Um, 
and then do it. But this time, focus intentionally on soaking in how much you love it. Bring so many good feelings and like intentionally talk about in your brain how much you love doing this. If you're a piano player, I can see how this would just be so, so healing for you. And you just could pour all the gratitude in like how much you love to create music, how much gratitude you have for all the times you showed up to practice so that you can play the piano, for the way the keys feel on your fingertips, for the flow of music going through your body, for the song, you know, the person that wrote the song that you're playing. I mean, you could just go on and on and on and just revel, just revel in the experience of playing the piano. If, if that's something you love, if that's something you enjoy, right? Um, I'm not a piano player, um, but I did do something similar recently while writing some thank you cards to a list of friends that have really shown up for me recently. And they have done some amazing things to show support in all the things I've gone through. So while I was sitting down writing those notes, I hyper-focused on how much I loved to write, how much, how interesting and fun it was to like shape those words with my fingers and how much I loved to see the cursive flowing from the end of my pen. And I thought about the person I was writing to and I really tried to like energetically connect to them. And I really tried to put so much intention in this letter that when they got it, they felt, they felt that they felt this sense of gratitude and how how much I really was grateful for their gestures and their gifts and their notes and, their, and uh, you know, thinking of me. And I tell you that experience was so wonderful. It was so healing for me to just pour so much gratitude in this act of something that I loved. Um, and then just even pour more gratitude in it. Like I said, this is a really great one to do because it's already something you enjoy and love all you're doing is like amping that up even more. And so yes, during a really hard, challenging time, it can be really hard to find the silver lining in the cloud. And you don't need to. If you're not ready for that, find something you love and enjoy and just hyper focus on how awesome it feels and how grateful you are for it. All right, the last one I want to talk about is being grateful for your humanity. Okay. Now, what does this even mean? <laughs> um, well, before I begin that, I do want to give a little caveat here and explain that this stage is only for you if you're ready for like personal development 901. <laughs> this is definitely a more advanced level of using gratitude to transform and create more compassion in your life and, and in the world. Okay. So if, um, if you haven't practiced some of the other basic ones I talked about, then don't jump all the way to this one. I would say practice more of those, those kinds of, um, habits of gratitude first get those under your belt, be consistent with those, and then jump into this one. Okay. So when, and if you're ready for this, this is how it goes. Um, I'm thinking that there are likely parts of you 
that you wish you weren't that way. Okay. There's parts of you that you're like, Ugh, I hate that I, you know, get angry so easily, or I hate that I'm so shy, or I hate that I'm not very good at presenting in public or whatever it is, right? There's probably a lot, there's probably a list of things, but because of this, you're rejecting that part of you. Okay. You're rejecting and like not giving it much, that part of you much attention. You're trying to shame yourself away from being that way. You're trying to separate from, from that part of you. And that's not very healthy. It really isn't. We can't just like cut off a part of ourselves <laughs> and feel good about it, right? That's extremely painful. And right now that's emotionally painful for you to try to just ignore this whole part of you. All right. Um, so I'm going to use a personal example here. Um, I, I tend to be dramatic about my reactions and responses to unexpected things that happen in life. If you know me in real life, if you know me IRL, <laughs> this probably comes as no surprise to you. <laughs> I've been this way since I was little. Um, it's just a part of my DNA. I have red hair. So maybe that's why, right? They say that red hair, red haired people have a, have a temper. So, um, so maybe it, it's because of that. Maybe it's because of my Enneagram number four. And I feel so deeply, um, who knows, but I do know it's just hardwired into me and, and that's, that's how I am. Okay. Um, I, because of it, I can react emotionally before I have the whole story. I can like quote unquote, fly off the handle as they say. And I can, I can fling mean words at people before I've even realized what I've done. And as I've gathered all this evidence in my life and, you know, had this happen, multiple times over, over a lifetime. What I've decided is that I like to make, or I don't like, sorry. I've decided that I make a big deal out of things. Okay. That's kind of how I've labeled it, that I make a big deal out of things. Like it's in my nature. <laughs> so to reject that part of me or to become like shamed of that part of me or to to separate from that part of me is to cut part of me off. And I don't know about you, but I'm not interested in doing that anymore. I'm not interested in do like separating parts of me that, that are really me. That's really who I am. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm also not saying that I should just accept that part of me and say, who the heck cares and just let people deal with how they deal with it. No, 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 of course not. It's going to be something I'm always aware of. It's going to be something I'm, you know, working on, but I'm also at the point in my life where I'm bringing so much more compassion to that than just shame and embarrassment. Um, to completely cut myself off from being that way would actually be like becoming unfeeling or robotic about life. And that sounds like a death sentence. It, I just literally can't do it. So there's no point in just like trying not to be that way. Instead, I've created space to be grateful for my humanity. I've created space where I bring so much gratitude for me being that way. And what this has allowed to happen 
is for me to see that making a big deal out of things isn't always a bad thing. <laughs> I love to make a big deal out of seeing someone when I greet them. I love to make a big deal out of birthdays. I love to make a big deal out of any celebration or achievement. And I love that part of me. I actually super love that I'm that way. And I think it helps me put more love in the world. There's nothing like everyone wants to feel special, right? Everyone does. And by me being excited and making a big deal out of seeing someone, that makes them feel special. So this it will be a space I continually to, I, I will continue to work on because at the same time, I don't want to be the one that hurts people because I can't pause long enough to rein in, rein in my strong emotions, but pouring more gratitude into this part of me has brought me so much peace and a lot more contentment. It's this place where we hold space for the paradox of both things being true and hold space for, for the fact that we all have good and not so good about us. And, and that's true for every single one of us. What is your strength overused can be a weakness. And being grateful for your, your humanity helps you hold this space. Like I said, this is a, this is an advanced use of gratitude. And so just sit with it for a minute. If, um, if this kind of idea is new to you and just let it kind of marinate for a minute and just consider, consider what parts of you, if you show more gratitude would relax a little bit. Like it would be, it would be okay. It would be fine. Think about those little moments where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. Like why? Or like, gosh, can't you get your act together? Like, why are you always late? Okay. Think about those little moments where you might be talking to yourself that way. And that will point you to this part of your humanity, humanity that if you bring more gratitude to it, you'll create a broader perspective on how on the flip side of the coin, there are good things that are happening because of this part of you. Okay. Gratitude will change your life. Honestly, when you dig into this and really make it a habit and really create power in your life because of your desire to live more in gratitude and to bring more gratitude to all the parts of your life, you will, you will feel a shift. You will, you will feel elevated and in your desires, you will feel elevated in your attempts. Like all of your efforts will just be more enhanced. Um, I just really can't emphasize enough because <laughs> you know me, I like to make a big deal out of everything. And so I can't like make enough of a big deal about this. I can't emphasize it enough how life-changing and how important and how valuable building gratitude IRL is and can be. So my last 
my last section here, or like my last point I want to make is to invite you to a challenge. Okay. I want you to right now pick up your phone, open your texting part of your phone, and think of someone you want to thank or someone you feel especially grateful for recently. And just send them a quick text, a little note, and let them know. That's really, really powerful. If you want an even more amped up challenge, be committed to sending one of those texts daily for the whole next week. You'll be surprised at how cool it is when your brain starts being directed to the people and things and experiences and lessons that you are grateful for. All right, my friends. Enjoy. Live a life of gratitude. Be one that exudes gratitude, expresses gratitude, and be one that really embodies it. We'll see you next time. Hey, did you know that there are endless reasons to work with a life coach? Just to name a few, I want to help you see that by working with a life coach, you can step into more of your better self. You can increase the quality of your relationships. You can overcome your fears. You can manage your time and be more productive. You can improve your communication. You can unlock your potential. You can be more aware of your strengths and your weaknesses. You can create a life around more of your values. You can be more open-minded and you can follow through on your commitments, and you can do what you love. I could go on and on. But all of these things have happened for me as I have worked with a number of coaches over the years and as I have trained to become a life coach. So if you are interested in any of these things, I invite you to go to my website, mariahwickham.com, and book a beginning call. And let's see what coaching can do for you. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. If you want to take this work deeper and receive specific help for something that's on your soul or mind, go to my website at mariahwickham.com and book a beginning call. Or you can send me an email with your questions. You can email at support at mariahwickham.com. We make just create a whole episode around your question. As we part, and until next week, never forget that at the center of every success is the story of self. Thank you.